So as if we don't have enough to think about this time of the year as mothers or homemakers or wives, I just saw something posted on social media that was like a gut punch. (laughs) Okay, so bear with me. I do not, I'm not going to give you this whole entire list today as like a checklist, but listen to this. It says how to be a mom in 2023. Make sure your children's academic, emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual, physical, nutritional, and social needs are met, while being careful not to overstimulate, underestimate, improperly medicate, helicopter, or neglect them in a screen-free, processed foods-free, plastic-free, body-positive, socially conscious, egalitarian, but also authoritative, nurturing, but fostering of independence, gently, but not overly permissive, pesticide-free, two-story, multilingual home, preferably in a cul-de-sac with a backyard. And don't forget the coconut oil. (laughs) All right, let's break this down in this episode. Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis. After being widowed at 38 with three little kids and now blending our family with a man that made my heart come back to life, I know that it is hard to calm the chaos through life's ups and downs. If you are lost in the overwhelm of motherhood, if you're trying to be mindful of true self-care again, or if you need to find simple ways to detox your life, mind, and home, come to The Well our online wellness collaborative of coaches where you can find restoration through natural wellness, inner healing, and faith that brings freedom to your heart. In the Bible, the woman at the well went to the well for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. Grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. So if that quote made you angry, sad, stressed out, frustrated, all of the things. (laughs) I did not give it to you for that reason. It's actually, the Instagram page is called The Baby Chick, and it's actually very encouraging for mothers. But I think that all of us, if we were being honest, would admit that we are really overwhelmed by the world right now, and that We're trying to take care of ourselves and our homes and our children and our jobs and all of the things. And even though she's saying this kind of tongue in cheek, it is what weighs on me on the daily basis. All of these things. And it keeps me up at night, even if I'm not, I'm not really a worrier, but I just will hear something or hear the kids say something or hear something that the kids have heard about. And I'm just very concerned that so much is coming at me and I know that so much is coming at them. And so I think that it's good for maybe you to make a list how to be a mom in 2023. I think sometimes our priorities do have to change based on our culture, based on where you live, based on what activities your kids are a part of. You know, this episode is not meant to be more overwhelming, but the fact is the world's already overwhelming. So we need to break these things down to really decide on what our focus is. The Well Podcast 
seeks to exist in order to help you take better care of yourself, find health and wholeness in simple ways, to calm the chaos of life, to get a deep breath on a a really hard day or focus on the right things. And so when we hear things like this, it actually does the opposite sometimes. But let's Let's break this down a little bit. I'm going to give you my list of what it would truly mean to be a mom in 2023 to my children in particular, but the things that are really, really meaningful to me right now. So under their academics. Now, I don't hover when it comes to my children's academics. Different I reward my kids for grades. I check in online to see their grades. But a lot of it, I feel, is up to them. And they know the consequences and also the rewards when they do really well. Um, They also are responsible for it really on their own. I don't hound them. I I don't really check in that much. I'll ask if you have any homework tonight. But I, I really don't hover. I don't know where you guys stand on that. What I really spend more time with is the emotional, the psychological, the mental, and the spiritual side of family life. And especially with the spiritual side, I'm actually starting confirmation with my two eighth graders today. And I have gone back and forth and back and forth. And I know that Martin Luther, I have been raised Lutheran, so I really respect so much of what he taught that he recommended in his teachings all the way back in the 1500s that a lot of spiritual matters, theology, the Bible was taught in the home. And so I think in our modern culture, we have expected the church to fill in all of those holes, either with youth group, with Sunday school, with going to church. And as I've been kind of growing and thinking of this in the last couple years, especially that I moved an hour away from my home church, I'm really taking more of that responsibility on myself and, and with my husband. And so I'm, I'm, there's a major focus for me this year to be having more of these theological and biblical conversations with my kids. And so that is one of the ones for me in 2023 that's on my mom list. So that one's really huge. The other things, more mental and psychological and emotional I think are really important to do around the dinner table. All the magic happens in my home around the dinner table. And so that is something that I can star on my mom of 2023 list because I know that when we are sitting at that table, that's when those conversations happen. And also at bedtime and also in just the organization part of the day. And so I'm spending a lot of time in my momming this fall on having those conversations, uh, talking to them about their friends, talking to them about their responsibilities, their stress load, and really have scheduled my my life around very intentional afternoons to be available to them and at the different ages that they are. Um, now, when it comes to nutritional, <laughs> you know that this is A big one for me, not because my kids eat perfectly, but because there's a couple things that are really, really important. And I kind of ease up on them in the summer, and then we've really buckled down. And those are really just not having anything with food dye in our house. 
So no reds and blues and all those things that are so toxic, especially to my little stepson that struggles with ADHD. It's really important. Um, But also the older kids, as they're in puberty and their hormones are starting to really rage, I'm keeping out sugary drinks and food dyes really, really intentionally that those are like no-goes this fall in the home. And so when you think of maybe nutrition in your house, don't think of having to be perfect in every single way, but maybe just set your non-negotiables for this fall. The other thing with more of a psychological slant this fall that's one of my goals is just to very clearly mean what I say and say what I mean. And I don't know if that resonates with you at all in your motherhood, but sometimes When I'm not being intentional about my parenting, I'm not telling my kids why I am saying something. And now that especially my middle schoolers, they're in eighth grade, they do question more. Um, My daughter that's a senior in high school, she's really figuring out a lot. And so I'm intentionally saying something and for sure following through on, on very specific things. And so this might sound a little vague, but like... I've been on the kids, for example, about their rooms and about having their laundry done. And it was just something that I wanted them to do on a certain day to keep the flow of the washing machine through. But now I'm explaining more to them that when everything is put away, they're less stressed in the morning. It changes the way that they start their day. And so I'm just giving more meaning behind what I say And then just making sure that they can count on me to do what I say I'm going to do. And so it's not like I let them down all the time before, I don't think. But I'm just being really, really intentional as they're really figuring life out in these older ages that I want them to really be able to count on me and know that what I'm saying is for a very intentional reason. And I'm going to fail at it every single day and I'm going to lose my cool and all of the old habits are going to come back, I'm sure. But I really want them to feel that confidence and that I say what I mean and mean what I say. And with this, it goes really simply into my philosophy of parenting, which is a very strong balance of love and discipline. A lot of quality time, but also really clear expectations and either rewards or consequences when they're not doing the right thing. I think that that is so, so important, and the fall is a really great time to get back to that very, very clear love and discipline. And then my personal last few focuses are to be diffusing more in the home, to change the mood, to get the kids in more of a stress relief state when they are worked up about something, when they are stressed before they go to school, to be going over to the diffuser and taking those deep breaths of really calming essential oils, it's just so that they are starting the day realizing how important it is to take care of your stress level. And then also just being more proactive and guiding them that when they have a headache or when they have a stomach ache, just reintroducing all of the time that they have these plants through these essential oils to go to. And so now that they're older, again, it's just being more intentional and teaching the why of what, of what, of why I do what I do and how this home is set up and teaching them, you know, when they clean, why I 
buy certain things that I buy and how I save money in certain ways by using these natural solutions. And so please don't give yourself this super duper long list like this, like the quote that I read (laughs) at the beginning. Don't stress yourself out, but maybe come up with just some really clear things that you know that you can handle some really clear intentions for this fall for these different aspects of your home life and of raising these kids and being intentional. And so I have my whole list here of maybe I'll put it on the fridge, maybe I'll put it in my office, I don't know, but I just want them to know that I have a plan. I'm not just going willy-nilly on this whole parenting thing. And I'm saying I, because I'm talking about the mom, but I talked to my husband about this and we are really on the same page about these things. And so if you're not, maybe that's the first place to start is to maybe make a list of things that being a mom in 2023, going into 2024, what they mean to you, and then going through those with your husband. Um, And even if you have older children, maybe they're grown and out of the house, you can still do this. My parents encourage me and lift me up in ways that they might not even know, and they still are very intentionally parenting, and so it's a different kind of role. It's maybe more of a friend, but there there will always be that way that you will be able to speak life into your kids, and so what are the things that you are intentionally doing to parent this fall? It is a fresh start. It's a lot coming at us. There's a lot in the world right now, a lot of noise. And so you get to be that protector in your home, in your four four walls. What things are really going to make a big, big impact on your family and your children in all of these ways, spiritually, mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, all of the things. So I hope that this encourages you and does not make you more stressed out just come up with a list. I think I have three, I think I have seven or eight things, but maybe I'll kind of pray about it more this week and think about it more and maybe it'll change and I'll just focus on three. We'll see how it goes. So let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I just, I thank you for every household that is represented in the listeners of this episode and Every child, you know their needs, you know their struggles, you know every mother, you know her needs, you know her struggles. Every father in these households, Lord, all over the world, we have been having listeners from so many different countries, and I can't begin to know everybody's life experience and where they are struggling and where their intentions are, but you know them, God, and I just thank you for giving us these families. I thank you for the the mom or the woman listening to this right now and just strengthen her and help her have clarity for where her focus should be this fall. That we have so much responsibility, but we also have so much power as the mother of our home. And we really get to set a tone in many ways. Along with our husband, he sets the tone in ways, but we really do as well. And help us to feel not overwhelmed and stressed by that responsibility, but help us to feel loved by you and built up by you 
that when we walk in your way in our motherhood, that it is going to make such a big difference in our children's lives and therefore in further generations, really. So thank you for every woman listening, Lord, and just be with us and give us the strength to to do this day. Amen. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well Podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the well.